0: And begin second mandated high right with special twist of accompanied audio recording so I don't know where I got the idea but it came out of nowhere that as I write this I've been doing about three minutes now um, I'll read what I wrote so far so that you know exactly where I'm jumping onto with these recordings so really really late but we are here thought I was gonna weasel out of this one today and just write it off as a loss we're all human right we make mistakes it's okay if you missed only the second day of this 30 day long thing it's okay you just started and you're already missing days it's okay as long as you get the third day right no that is precisely why i'm where i am right now and why i can't achieve anything is because i coddle myself when i fail It's okay to fail, but don't coddle yourself when you do. So I've been so afraid of failing and then coddling myself when I do fail that I've just sort of been stuck stagnant. And that's a weird loop of depression. And now I'm like, now I can see the depression from the outside and be like, this is ridiculous, stop. There's no reason to act like that at all. And even though it seems really scary from inside, it's like the Hurricane Dorian or whatever it is that's going on right now. Hurricanes are the scariest things I think I've ever seen on Earth, other than a tornado. Just those kind of violent acts that really make you see how small you are. I live in California, I've been through a million Earthquakes that it feels like, I feel like, and then I was in Alaska for a while and I felt them there more than I ever did in California, so. I guess it's the ones you grow up with that aren't as scary, because I've never seen a tornado or a hurt, well I've seen a monsoon, but I've never seen a tornado in person, so. So earthquakes might terrify someone else when they've never experienced it, or well, they don't scare me as much, but anyway, I digress. But, yeah, coddling myself after failure is, was not a good loop to be in. And now that I'm finally being able to break that loop, it, if I was talking to prior me, I would be appalled and feel like attacked and all this and that. But it, it's just tough, tough love with yourself. It's okay to be tough on yourself because you, as long as you love yourself, you're going to be fine. And that's the hardest thing for a lot of people nowadays is... Learning to love yourself is way harder than I ever thought it was. Most people are like, "Oh yeah, it's obvious. You just you just love yourself. It's, it's easy, but not it's not so easy for everyone. And what might seem easy to some looks downright impossible to others. And I finally realizing the impossible is possible. I can love myself. And I can be everything I ever thought I could be by just being it instead of worrying how I'm going to become it. you know what I'm saying? Again, I say you know what I'm saying because I'm not quite sure what I'm saying. I think I'm on the right path to understanding it, but I'm not sure if it makes sense yet. So yeah, this is the campaign. Companion recording to go with the blog post. So, and we're back since we got cut off by something earlier there. It was going to be a companion with what I'll go along with what I wrote. Uh, I think if I go with this format, these recordings will be an hour, just like my, my time to write, and you can listen to my process as I write it. And then see what actually got written down. And sort of compare to see where my mind frame was at. It's going to be kind of a cool experiment. So yeah. So um, let me finish reading what I wrote. So that we can catch up and I can continue writing. We make mistakes. It's okay if I miss day two of a 30 day experiment. Yeah. Don't coddle my failures. Um... If I kinda talk to myself to allow me to stay in my poor me state for so long. I now we're back. I will So I'm not gonna talk out loud this all the time. I'm just gonna I don't know. Just you're along for a ride. Okay, so if I kinda talk to myself that allowed me to stay in my poor me state for so long. I was building a cocoon. I know that's not how you spell it. I'll change it. Self pity. I I no. I didn't. I wasn't building. I built a nice little cocoon of self pity. I was able to decorate inside any way I wanted it protected me from the reality of my actions and allowed me to Hang up on the walls. Any delusion I wanted. Do 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 that you keep open dialogue and keep it truthful I am now editing some spelling errors I noticed and honestly I don't know why because I'm trying to keep a inventory and a dialogue on every decision I make so I realized I was changing these spelling mistakes and now I can ask myself why precision matters I want people to focus on what I'm writing instead of on a mistake because I am I mean not everyone's a lot like this but I totally am that if I'm reading something and I see a misspelling I'm not so firm on commas but misspellings really bother me because I don't know it's just like respect the word spell it right and if you don't know look it up so I guess that's why it's important to me like but with periods and commas I don't know if you've noticed so far they are very frequent but I like to use them as sort of rhythm like the comma really 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 late but we are here thought I was gonna weasel out of this one today and I just write it off as a loss we're all human right we make mistakes it's okay if I miss a day two of my thirty day experiment, right? Um fuck no. See that should be a period. Fuck, period, no. See what I mean? I'm using punctuation and and commas and even though it may not be hundred percent grammatically correct, it helps set a rhythm to the to what I'm trying to say. Because if you just read the words, you anyone can read with whatever bias they want on it but if you give them directions with punctuation and they know the rules of punctuation then they can interpret it correctly and go on the ride that I intended through my writing if that makes sense So it protected me from the reality of my actions and allowed me to hang up on the walls anything, any any delusion I wanted. So the whole woes me, poor me thing was the shell that I could put out there. I could be like, I had a shitty childhood, here's my sob story, and then eat up all the, oh, I'm so sorry for you, oh my god. And yes, that it did suck, and it did take a lot to overcome a lot of that shit, but... It's a slippery slope, you can't wallow in the shit that happened to you, and in the same way you can't champion it like you were the one that made it happen, you know what I'm saying? I'd say you were abused, beat, whatever, as a child, you can use that. Either way, it's so slippery. You can be like, well, I was beat up as a kid. That's why I act this way. That's why I can be mean to other people. My mom slapped me around or neglected me or would go out and leave me alone in the house and and do drugs all night and come home and hope I was fine. Yeah, I woke up fine. Whatever. I could use that to be like, my childhood was shitty, so now I have free pass to be a shitty person. That's one extreme. Or you can go to the other stream and turn it into you. Look what I've overcome. My mom used to party and leave me at home. And the neighbor knew I was there but would check on me on time to time. But my kid didn't know that. Everything was safe. And then I got a little lost there, sorry. But championing that into something that defines you when it had nothing to do with you. My mom left me alone and I used that to stay up late and read books and study and that's where I am where I am and why I can tell you what to do with your life. That's the other extreme. The shit that happens you to you is the shit that happens to you. It's the water, the sticks, the shit in your road that you have to swerve around. Sometimes you run that shit over and you worry... And listen really closely for like five minutes to make sure nothing's punctured. And you stumble through life. Or you expertly get around it and it's awesome. And you, and you learn from that. So each time you run into an obstacle, you learn from it so that you can swerve it next time. No matter how horrible that mud puddle is or that stick is, you're going to continue down your road. I mean, I don't know if it was subtle enough, (laughs) but that story was a personal story of mine. I woke up in the middle of the night a few times, and my mom wasn't there, or she was there but with a guy, and I caught her doing something weird, and I was like, I don't think I should have saw that, and she comes to comfort me, but she has no bottoms on. It's really fucking weird to a kid, because you don't know what the hell's going on. I get it now in context... In my older body and what I see in life. I can totally see my mom wanting to get some while the kid's sleeping. You know. That's normal. That's fine. But. Some people would use that as a trauma. And be like I can't have normal sex. Because I saw my mom's bottom once. It can go either way. And neither one of those is wrong. I just. I'm now seeing how. Any one given situation can completely twist the, how you see the rest of your entire life. And the power of that moment you thought was not within you, but it is. When you can recognize it, you can see it for what it is and use it for good. And that's what I'm going through right now. Is I'm, I'm having trouble letting go of that depressed version of myself because that was how I defined myself for so long. So long. I was the broody guy who had a fucked up childhood, but you know, he's hanging in there. I was using it to stay in in a in a low station of I don't even say low station because I make that seem like other people aren't as good as others, but it's just a different road. Like I've been saying, to all these different roads leading we're all going to the same destination, but each of our roads is completely different than someone else's. And, I, and, and you can't look at their road and be like, Oh, why doesn't my road go up in the mountains like that? That's messed up. It doesn't matter. That's just how their road goes. Pay attention to your road. Get through your road and you, who knows where it's going to take you. It'd be way better than that mountain. It could be underwater in Atlantis. Who the fuck knows? Quit trying to, to compare your, your road to someone else's. Just drive your road. But yeah. I like this companion because then you can get a little insight into what I'm writing and why the words. Because, are we halfway through now? Half hour almost? No. No, I started this about 10 minutes in, so... I guess we're about 20 minutes in? Okay. Remy, don't eat the plastic, dude. Thank you, sir. You've been having the runny squirts, dude. Is it because you've been eating plastic hats? Do I have to... Don't look at me. I better not have to take you to the vet because you're eating plastic hats. Some bitch. <sighs> These fucking cats are gonna kill me. Protecting me from the reality of my actions. Yeah. So. That that poor me attitude that. That got me attention and sympathy. And it felt really good. So I built that little wall up. And I was like yeah this is who I am. I'm the guy. I had shitty ha- had this shitty upbringing left his mom, went and lived with his aunt even though things were 180 turned great from my current situation I found a way to make people kind of feel sorry for the way I live with my aunt even though it's a hundred times better than what I had why would I want to paint it in a bad light you know Cast okay, the other another dead end on the road. Just a tangent, but back to the sentence. action allowed me to hang up. Yeah, so I could once I had this shell up of of self pity and if I can make any of my situations sound like I come out the, the murder somehow, then everything's gonna turn out great. And I became comfortable. So on the inside, I could make up anything I wanted. And the things that I turn into sob stories, I think are not conscious. I don't mean to. It's just, this is how my personality was, how it survived whatever those traumas were as a childhood, who I needed to be in order to get to where I am, you know? So none of the things in my, my history. That I'm proud of, I. I don't know. it's hard to, to put into words. I guess I just got to take inventory of myself and be honest instead of... I think this is my old how I valued myself getting in the way of how I'm trying to value myself now. It was just, we're trying to see it at the same angle, but it's not working, so we got to... I think we're still trying to... We're crashing perspectives together until they match. That's how I see life. In order to see an absolute truth, you need to put a filter of a perspective on it to get a clearer picture. And the more perspectives you stack up and the more perspectives you put down, the clearer the true picture of what's going on shines through. So that's why all the different similar aspects of of the major religions are probably the true things that actually happened. Just a slightly different take. And through these journeys I've been trying to to figure out... Through these journeys I've been trying to to figure out a different way of thinking and, and, and being able to step outside myself and... What I've noticed is so how much everything is so similar with a slightly different perspective. And it's all the same shit, just seen different ways. And that's what we fight about is how certain things are. Certain truths. Like a higher being, there is a God. But no one can agree on what that means. And that's why we fight. Like me... I'm a bit rebellious. I have atheist tendencies. I'm mostly agnostic. The idea of a one true being doesn't jive with me. I don't like it. When people say we're all gods, I think that's a little too far in the other direction. I think what we perceived is... Okay, this is how I start to see it. Okay. True nirvana, we've never gone to true nirvana yet. No one has. When that happens... It'll be, like, the first thing that's ever actually really happened. It's a really hard concept that I'm trying to figure out how to explain. But we're all going towards this destination, and this destination will be the true, actual, first thing that's ever happened, ever, since this current moment that we're all trying to experience. And when we say be in the moment, this is the same moment. That's the destination. And we're all on different roads. I'm trying to stay with a a car, RV analogy. If you've listened to my other sounds, slogs is what I'm calling them. If you listen to my other slogs, you'll you'll see where I've been ironing out this this, um, analogy of we're all on different roads. Same destination is that moment. That we're all trying to be in So that's a destination We all have the exact same destination We all have completely different roads And roads that travel Side by side are very similar These people are like your friends Things like that And then there's people Whose roads might look like They lead up to heaven And you're like Envious of those roads You're like look at where those roads are going And some other people have roads that are down into the pits, and you're like, I'm glad I'm not down in those roads, and that's where separation starts, and we start comparing roads. Everyone's road is their own road, you can't compare. You might be parallel with a lot of them for a while, and you'll see good habits, and you'll start following those good habits, and your road will be parallel with people who tend to be like how you want to be, and then there's the other side where these roads are really twisty and fun but they lead down that way and that's kind of scary and but I can't stay down here too long and you start traveling other people's roads and you get unsure and you don't like it so you've got to come back to your own road and that's the hardest part is realizing your road is perfectly fine to go where we're all going that makes sense so that's been my been my analogy and once you get in from the road analogy, we get into our own personal RVs, Winnebagos, little tiny ones or big ones, and tour buses. We all have different roads, but the ba- main concept is you need someone who's driving, and you need to have a back area where you can work on shit, and that's your your inner inner psyche is back in that RV. So you have to be able to build up a. a a good driver so that you can leave a driver in charge while you go in the back and figure some shit out about your about yourself that's how you can reflect on yourself but I had a nervous driver in charge for a long time so we were crashing into all kinds of obstacles and learning shit all kinds of wrong ways and even when I had victories I, I painted it in a light of, of I had to struggle for everything Whenever I had a talent, I hid it behind. I dumbed it down a bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. having trouble articulating this feeling. But. um, Derailed. Dead ends are what I'm calling them now. So dead ends are where you, you get off track of whatever your train of thought was or whatever. Um When you hit a dead end, that means you're in the, going in generally the right direction. You just got to backtrack a little bit. You went off the rails a little bit, so that's going back to the train analogy. But you went you went down the down road, the wrong road, dead end. Turn around, come back. You're going generally the right direction. Just you got to come back and change course a little bit. And that's all. The, all those are is what I'm I, usually. In the past, if I hit those dead ends, I would go back to the start. Start. I'd give up, go again, try to memorize my my path back to where that was, and then go on from there. Which is really difficult to do. Instead of just you know hitting it reverse, going back, J-turning it, make sure you don't Austin Powers that shit, and get back on your path and go. It's way easier than starting over every time. And that's that loop I've been in. And it's been so part of who I am that it's really hard to break off. And he's barely hanging on with a few fingers right now. And it feels good because I know I'm on the verge of victory of getting rid of this guy. But this guy has got me where I was, where I am now. So I have to respect that as well. So I have to respect you did amazing considering the shit you've been through. And you're driving got us there every obstacle you handled that shit and we survived so now we're switching drivers and his his pinky's still on the steering wheel but i'm I'm getting there to get him to let go so that i can start interchanging drivers much quickly much more quickly because in my theory the faster you interchange your drivers which are people Past lives of yours that have experienced everything. So it's I've been calling like the all the all of you's the every you that's ever been and So they've experienced every experience that ever was because we're still trying to get towards that One moment that's never happened before And back to the original point that's what I was trying to explain what God was, is that God is the being that is the farthest along and closest to the point of that moment, of that first moment that's ever happened. So we're all on an equal playing field, but the being we think is God is actually just the person in the front of the line right now. And we're all rushing towards that. And the longer you go on these roads, the longer you can see what's possible, the longer you see that... It doesn't matter when you get to that moment. You might as well enjoy the ride while you're getting there. So in order to get farther along to the to where you want to be is irrelevant. As long as you're comfortable with where you're driving right now. And I'm in the neighborhood. I'm not exactly where I want to be driving right now, but I'm definitely in the neighborhood. And we just got to get this guy to let go of his death grip of... Depression land so that we can Get some real work done And I'm not gonna force it off Because We gotta respect that he got us this far Deserves the respect Of getting us this far and through all these obstacles That now we can take over Driving while he goes in the back Of our RV And figures some shit out So that's where we are So that was the backstory to that sentence I wrote. <laughs> oh man. 560 characters. And I've been going for 35, a half hour. So I have a half hour more. We're halfway through now. Man. What a strange meta experience I am having. At the moment. Thinking about all the simultaneous ways this one moment in time. Can be viewed. From. The documentation I am doing now. Kind of incredible. How come I can't spell incredible Incredible. credible? No. E-D-I-B-L-E. Damn right. Thinking about all the simultaneous ways this one moment in time can be viewed from the documentation. I dong now. (laughs) I am. See, if someone saw I am dong now, no one would take this seriously. But I'm putting in the time (laughs) to be taken a little bit seriously because... I think it's important. Thinking about the simultaneous ways this one moment in time can be viewed from the documentation I am doing now is kind of incredible. For example, you just read this sentence. Next, I'm actually going to start a new paragraph because I want this to be the last sentence you read before the next paragraph so that you can reference it. As I write this sentence, thinking about all the simultaneous ways this one moment in time can be viewed from the documentation I am doing now is kind of incredible. So you can maybe hear the keys as I'm typing, and you could hear me actually write that sentence and give you all the back information behind the thought of that sentence. And that's already, like, a few perspectives. I think that's why I love making of stuff so much is because... seeing what goes into it is way more satisfying like when i saw the the dark crystal on the netflix commercial it it instead of a a trailer it was the making of it which i think is important for today because the way cg is anything can be anything now so it's not that special anymore so that's why i think going back to practical things like stop motion is really impressive And you have to let show them that, hey, this wasn't CGI. This was me moving this thing a million different ways to show you I can tell a story out of nothing. These are molecules put together into wood and cloth and paint and this and that and this and materials and brought to life by people. It's mind-boggling. Stop-motion is a true art form because you forget it's stop-motion when done right. I have a degree in media arts and animation, and the market is flooded with just everything. (laughs) But I'm digressing again. Sorry, Remy. Dude, you better not Hershey Squirt it, okay? Are you okay? You good? Alright, you seem okay. You feel your ears? Alright. You sleepy? Let me know if you're okay. I just don't want you Hershey squirting. We'll get you to a vet if we need to. Alright. But yeah, being able to read this sentence and then knowing the thought process. Even though I'm trying to remember what I've said so far, but I'm completely lost on the last couple minutes of what I've been saying so I can listen back to this and now have another perspective on this exact same situation right now so stacking all those perspectives and then observing this moment right now where I typed the words this moment right now and I hit that period that was just documented in a bunch of different ways. It was documented by my computer. It was documented by me saying it out loud. It was documented by hearing the keys, if you can hear the keys, out. hope. Uh, documented by me acknowledging that this is what I wrote right now. Documented it in that I will remember probably saying this at a later date, giving that perspective on it, and being like, this is more like the cure of the Mandela effect, but because you can be like, I remember it this way. And then you can go back and have concrete proof of, no, I said these two words, not those two words. But I like those two words because it's a, re- whatever, I'm going on a tangent. But having the documentation of every single moment is the only way to know the truth. And that's where the balance comes in because in a society, the only way to actually do that is to... Basically infringe on every right there ever was. So it truly is. Freedom. For security. Because you want to be able to give yourself out that free but be. Secure enough to. You want to feel secure enough in order to to let go of that. Much to explore yourself. And that comes back to the driver and the. Going in the back and working in your RV. Analogy is you have to have a good driver in place that you trust so that you can go on the back and explore what makes you, you. And the cognitive dissonance? Yes, I think that's what I'm saying. Is that no matter what career path I've gone down and I've gone down many it all comes back to the same thing and I don't know why I don't just I think now I'm finally acknowledging it is that at your core you're a father that's how you want to I've been thinking of ways to define myself because I used to define myself as depressed brooding resilient hard as nails going through shit in life but still here it was holding me back as much as it was propelling me forward and this now allows me to see that and when you can see that from an outside perspective it's really easy to pluck it away like it was just an overlay on your life that was showing you something weird and you didn't like it So I need to stop using that as holding me back so now I can go forward that's what I'm trying to to realize and it's exciting and scary all at the same time because it's like going to say your your body changes cells every 7 years it's a completely different cellular structure than you were meaning that basically the robot idea if every part's replaced what is still you I think I'm be my the way my brain is wired and thinking is changing and allowing me to slough off that old skin of uh, you got to do everything the hard way you're a very smart guy you should be figuring out easy way to do shit you know and since I don't want to be defined as the guy has to do shit the hard way what do you want to be defined as is finally what I'm asking myself And things I wouldn't mind being defined as is a father, an artist, a thinker, a hard worker, and a storyteller, and a husband. That's what I want to be. That's how I want to be defined. I don't want to be defined as a guy who has to struggle. Because of his upbringing. That upbringing gave me the skills I need to do anything. And I need to respect that and recognize that, but. I need to let go of it because it doesn't define me. And I think. Ultimately, we shouldn't define ourselves based on any preconceived notions, but that's just the way we are as human nature. But. I can definitely at least use a better example (laughs) So. so that's what I mean is I'm able to like if you just read this and you wrote saw this moment right now then you'd be like okay That's cool, what does that mean? And then you do your own research into it. But with this, you know exactly what I mean. Or at least you can hear the exact moment I wrote those words and everything that went into that exact moment that was created. It gives you a huge amount of perspectives on that very moment. Like this moment right now, I'm going to hit period two more times. So I'm thinking ahead, and we're seeing someone will read this, they'll see this moment right now with three dots. And now you'll realize that those three dots were not made right next to each other. You know how I use periods and and commas and things to, to steer people through a sentence? This gives it that extra layer of knowing Anytime you see three dots, it doesn't always mean the same thing. It could have been one dot, a long-ass pause, and then the next two dots that I do right now. Dot, dot. So now it's in its final moment when someone sees it in the future with the three dots. And at 35 minutes, if they read this first before they listened to it, well I guess we'll wait a few seconds for 36 minutes 36 minutes of listening to this if they're following along you realize how much time went into that one tiny sentence and not just that tiny sentence those two dots after that first dot that happened because of everything you just heard and if you start to apply that perspective and that prism to the world it makes you question pretty much everything of how you were taught it once you're able to admit flaws in the way that you perceive the world the easier it is to strip away the bad perspectives like I said stacking them up you can see the truth you'll be able to see way more quickly which ways are false and they won't distract you and it'll fall away. Leaving more of the truth to be explored. So yeah, second... My second mandated high-right is going way differently than I expected. (laughs) You know? I expected it to be... A lot longer, because, see, this is what I've been trying to get away from. Even though I tried not to, I definitely thought about what I was going to write the next day, right after I posted what I just wrote. And I'm glad I, I almost failed today in not doing the experiment, because it allowed me to experience a lot of shit today to use as context in this post. It's all connected and the more I try to control what is connected is where I get into trouble now I'm riding hands off the wheel and seeing where it goes and being cautious and protecting myself but instead of outright denying it and being miserable I'm gonna follow it and see where it goes cautiously and it's scary new territory but it's exciting and I can't wait to see where it leads. Got 15 more minutes in this hour. So again, quit trying to think about what you're going to write tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a challenge. It's a weekend. Kids, wife, everyone's home. You're going to have to find a way to fit it in. You could be like, no, I'll just take weekends off. But no, that's what you always do. And then you get down on yourself and you're like, why am I depressed? It's because you allowed yourself to bitch out. (laughs) Basically. That's what that bad feeling is. Is you know you could have done better and you let yourself bitch out. Pardon my bitch out language. It's just vernacular for how I grew up and everything like that. It means nothing about women in general, and if you thought it was about women in general, that how you define the word bitch, honestly. That's not what I was going for at all. But anyway. Yeah, so I'm not going to try to replicate this experience again, even though I think this is a really great, amazing experience. If I try to force it to replicate this, then it the third day isn't going to be what it's supposed to be. It's going to be what I tried to make it it into. So, I will write tomorrow. I will find my time. An hour is a long time, but my dumb ass started with that time limit. So you're going to try your best to stick to it. I mean, honestly, if you have to break the time limit, I think you can trust yourself enough to know the kids the family and everything all that's more important than your hour so maybe you can do a 20 minutes here 20 minutes later I think that's acceptable and then another 20 minutes so yeah an hour okay negotiation with myself over but yeah like honestly I'm on a whole other conversation with myself and I can't remember a lot of what I said before Which is good I guess because before I'd be Trying to analyze what I already said And connect it to What I'm about to say and this and that and this Instead of trying to force a connection I need to see the connections as they come Because if there's a connection to be made It will be made If that makes sense So quit trying to force connections And just observe them as they come So it doesn't matter Remembering anything I said in these last 40 minutes, 40 plus minutes. The things that connect and resonate with other people are going to connect and resonate because they're supposed to in that moment for them. And that's awesome. And this moment right now is resonating with me. I feel it's, it's a very, at least from my perspective, it's going to be a very good insight into how i think and how i can change bad thinking habits it's going to let me sh- shave off a bunch of more a ton more n- bad perspectives or not bad perspectives false perspectives they don't mean to be bad but they're not true and that's just the reality of it oh man 10 more minutes to be completely honest with thoughts I don't want to I want to try to speak all my thoughts right now I'm thinking should I would this be a good ending see I'm trying to think ahead I'm trying to think about I will be posting this because I think this is important and it is a really cool experience so now I'm trying to think of how to cater it to so people will like it and I can't I can't be preoccupied by that people will like it or they won't What's important is how you see your perspectives and how you're learning how to stack multiple perspectives and quickly shave away false perspectives. Respect every perspective there is, but be able to apply it to what you've already seen and shave away what is false quickly. That's what you're trying to do. Basically relearn... How to live Relearn how to think Is basically what I'm doing I'm undoing A lot of False thinking And trying to instill More sound ways of thinking Because the moment you think A way of thinking is foolproof Is the moment you've gone too far But I think I'm more structurally sound More rooted in truth my prior way of thinking was some kind of survival mechanism that needed to be there and I've reached a branch where we need to trade off to a new a new leg of my path, my road I think we're going parallel to someone else's road and we're finally made it back to my road somewhere in a past life, a long time ago I got into a parallel road that steered me off course and I wasn't true and the more you get off course the harder it is to get back to you know your path and I think I'm finally getting back to my path and this little driver with his pinky finger still holding on got us got us to this path and I need to respect that and that's why I'm not gonna force him out I'm not gonna push him out I'm gonna give him a hug like bro that was amazing Go on back there, get yourself a soda Start figuring some shit out That's the way I want to do I don't want to be like, get out of here, I don't appreciate it No That driver got me here Now we got it from here bro You know (laughs) We got it Go take a break And I'm excited to see where it goes Instead of constantly trying to guess where My life was going to go I have to trust that I'm going to make positive choices and it's going to go in a good direction. So. Quit trying to look ahead and see where we go. You finally have a good, not finally, again, i got to pay my respects. You've got a driver in charge who knows where they're going. Go in the back. Enjoy it. Plan out the next couple legs of the the journey. Hand them to the driver and know that you're going to get there. While you improve. Riley, can you not scratch the couch, please? Jeez, I was in the middle of something. (laughs) While you're driving, they know where they're going. They got the Google Maps. They're good to go. So now you can do a puzzle in the back or, I don't know, figure some shit out. And that's the other thing I've been going on to is when I say figure some shit out, I'm like, what I need to find a way to make a living that makes me happy. I love my job. I am so fortunate to have the the people I work with. It's made everything amazing, but I'm tired of working nights and I'm as those things I defined earlier what I want to be. A father, a storyteller, this and this and that. Everything comes back to I need to be a writer. I need to write movies, I need to write books, I need to write something. I, I'm i good at writing, I think. And if I dedicated just an ounce of energy to honing the craft instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a good writer. Yeah, I'm a good writer. Instead of, you know, working on it and proving it. Imagine how good you'd be if you put work into that shit. Instead of being like, yeah, I'm a good writer, I'm a tragic artist. Fuck that. Artists are people who put in the work. And earn every ounce of respect they get. And you were deluding yourself. You were in that little cocoon of self-pity. And the inside was decorated with this tragic writer who doesn't have the time to get his masterpiece into the world because his life was fucked up. No, fuck that. Put in the work, bitch. <laughs> Earn that shit. That's like when I do things for my wife that I... I'd be like, oh, she's gonna be so impressed with this. And then when she's not, I get mad about it. And then when I think about it, I was like, how impressive is fucking doing the dishes, really? If you want to impress her, if you want to do shit, that'll get her to be like, oh my god then do shit that will do that. I can remodel the kitchen yourself or, you know, take the kids, tell her to go get her feet done. That will be impressive. So, (laughs) I guess what I'm saying is if you want to impress somebody, do impressive shit. Don't think about doing impressive shit and then get mad when people don't get impressed with the shit you're doing. Do impressive shit. People will be impressed. Boom, boom, bop, bing, da, boom, bang. So. Start writing again. I. Now. See, I'm saying it out loud. I got two V's there. I'm saying it out loud, so. I'm saying it out loud, so you have another perspective of what I'm saying. Maybe a. Maybe I can record my screen. Do the record of the screen, record of the voice, and so you can see what I'm writing as I write it while I talk for the hour. That's kind of cool. Maybe I'll try that. Again, I can't think about what's going to happen tomorrow. And honestly, tomorrow I'll be under some kind of time crunch. So a thought out screen grab of what's going on would be something I have to research something I think I can do later but you still got to do these every day and maybe by the 10th one give yourself that goal by the 10th one you'll have a screen recorded one where you can actually see what I'm typing as I'm talking uh see see I'm, I'm writing it as I'm saying it so it's kind of like see what I'm apostrophe am writing as I apostrophe am talking and you would see that as I'm seeing that right now instead of just hearing that would be cool so I'm write it down here you have till day 10 to make a visual companion to go with the audio companion you have to intend to, to make a visual companion to go with the audio companion if you don't then wasn't that great of an idea any way. So yeah, I think I'll find it. I bet if there's a way I can connect my shit to my shit. My phone to my computer and then do voice record while I... I don't know. I'll figure out how to, to record my screen... And if I have to, I'll just record it and sync it up. That's another thing I was talking about. About the, the Dark Crystal and the work that goes into things. I was thinking about it because I saw this thing with the Wu-Tang. Earlier and now, I'm about to watch the Wu-Tang show on Hulu. But seeing the way he explained the references of the Kung Fu movies. And the philosophies he got. And how it contributed to something as legendary as the Wu-Tang was amazing. Seeing how his life experiences and philosophies going into his art. And it was beautiful. So I think that's why I'm getting this perspective ideas of giving a perspective on here's a block of text that you've read and now you're hearing how this block of text that you just read came to be. And I think adding, seeing the words go across the screen as I type them and hearing and seeing what's written while I say it give you another perspective on how my ideas are processed. Just like I saw how Riz's ideas were processed and how it went into everything that he did. And like today we take it for granted where we can Rip a file, take the audio out, sample it, put it in a song all in like twenty minutes. And he was explaining how he got the old movie samples is he had to take it off a of VHS and plug it into this and then go into the mixer and from the mixer to the sampler and the sampler to this, and he had to use like a bunch of adapters and so it was that important to him to get that that quote into a song. And a lot of people just hear the like the five second quote at the beginning, and move on to the song. But to to know what went into getting that little tiny piece, tells you how important that little tiny piece is to the overall piece of music. It's it's amazing. So that's what I'm trying to do here is experiment with ways of. Here's a my art form writing. Here's a piece of writing. Here's each sentence, and here's exactly how. what you just read was constructed it's like a behind the scenes in writing <laughs> alright so yeah I guess I started this six minutes after I started because we are at the hour mark and even though this is a great ride I need to stay strict on my time frames so We are at an hour, I will post this and see if anybody gives me some dialogue. I just want to talk about it, I just, you know, okay, gotta go. (laughs) Bye.